0: Welcome to episode 82. It is busy and Vegas is
1: rocking. We chat with an entertainment executive who says the mask mandates are not affecting Vegas shows. Our conversation coming up. Plus, we finally know where the
2: Chippendales will perform. The show has been closed for 17 months. All the details coming up.
1: And large-scale events in Las Vegas now have the green light to only allow vaccinated guests inside and major conventions and sports teams already hopping on board. Let's
2: get right to it and spin that wheel.
1: Welcome to Vegas Revealed. It's a new week and new major changes happening all across Las Vegas. And it's making national headlines. Thanks for being with us. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli.
2: That's right. And, you know, it seems like things are changing weekly when it comes to what kind of mandates we have in place and what kind of restrictions we have. And we know so many people that listen are interested to know What's happening now? We can't guarantee that what's happening now will still be taking effect in a month. But for now, this is what's going on.
1: <laughs> and who knows what we talk about Today may change tomorrow. So it's a very uh, fluid situation.
2: It all started with our governor having a press conference. And when he had that press conference, he announced that like events and venues that have over 4,000 people will have the option to adopt this new policy, which is you only have to allow vaccinated guests inside. And with that, that means everyone inside can take the mask off. Because right now, we have a mask mandate. If you're indoors, you have to wear one.
1: Right. So these major event producers, promoters have two options. Either make everybody wear a mask regardless of vaccination status or require that everyone is vaccinated and go mask free.
2: Right. So he gave this option, you know, so it doesn't mean like you have to do it. He's basically saying if this is what you want to do and immediately Allegiant Stadium and the Raiders came out with a statement. I think it was like an hour after the press conference and said, yep, we're doing this.
1: And it took a lot of people by surprise. People were like, holy crap. The Raiders are really doing this now to go to a Raiders game at Allegiant Stadium. You must be vaccinated. Which, uh, I mean, they're the first NFL team in the entire country, in the entire league, to require vaccinations to get into games.
2: Right. And the team's owner said, you know what, we'll give you a refund. Don't worry, you'll get your money back. If you don't want to get vaccinated and you can't come to the game, we're not taking your money. You can resell, you can refund. I mean, so he's he's serious about it. The one little interesting tidbit is they are also offering vaccines on site. So here's a little workaround. So you can go to Allegiant Stadium. You can get a vaccine on site. Well, then most people say, well, then you're not really fully vaccinated. So you shouldn't be allowed in. But what they're doing is you can come in with a mask on. So they're making an exception for those people. And I think it's all part of, I'm assuming, finding a way to get more people vaccinated.
1: Right. And as you can imagine, there was kind of an uproar with season ticket holders who Mm -hmm. said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I already bought all my tickets for this season. You can't go changing the rules on me now. Mm, Well, guess what? They are. But they're giving options. Either get vaccinated at the stadium or ahead of time, or you can uh, decide to roll over your season ticket money to next season, and you won't lose your place in line as a season ticket holder to choose your seats and all that. So you can stay a season ticket holder, but you just won't be going to any games this season if you're not vaccinated.
2: Yeah. And I think the governor, you know, wants to have people enjoy themselves while they're at these entertainment venues, these sport venues. I think. There's obviously been a lot of complaints from people that are vaccinated, not enjoying wearing the mask again. They feel like they did their part. You're at a concert. It's hot. And most people want to take their mask off. And so I think he's basically saying we want and we need, because we are a tourist city, people to have large events here and conventions. And we want people to enjoy that experience. And part of that might be not having to wear a mask.
1: Well, and I think what it boils down to, a lot of people are saying, oh, these are my my freedoms and my rights are being taken away because you're only allowing vaccinated people to get inside of these events. Well, that's not the case. These are privileges that you have to be able to go to Concerts and sporting events and big conventions. There's nothing in the Constitution that says that you have the right to go to any of these events, especially because they're put on by private companies. It comes down to doing the responsible thing for society as a whole— and by doing that, there are privileges that you have, i.e., going to these big events.
2: Well, and that's what people are saying. I have a choice to not get vaccinated. It's my choice. And you do. And then also the venues have a choice to say we only want vaccinated people in our venue. So it is it is all about choice. This well, is the part of it.
1: And it's just like freedom of speech. You have the freedom to say what you want, but you don't have a choice over the consequences over what you say or what you do. So, uh, you know, it's an issue that a lot of people are still debating, but we're seeing the floodgates open and there's more events that are catching on.
2: Yeah, a big part of our economy is conventions. Two major conventions just hopped on board as well. Uh, The National Association of Broadcasters hopped on board and they are only allowing vaccinated attendees inside the convention center. And then CES Pretty much our biggest convention, they put out an email and a statement saying they're going to do the same. So, you know, it's, it's, I have a feeling we're going to see more and more of this.
1: And there's a big music festival that's coming up here in Las Vegas as well. Life is beautiful. And they have said that you need a vaccination or a negative test 72 hours beforehand to get into the festival and if you have a negative test you still have to wear a mask if you're not vaccinated so uh, people are saying well how are you going to police that how are you going to make sure that unvaccinated people wear masks that's still up in the air Um, but a lot of people are now moving toward vaccination mandates
2: Right. And and much of that event is actually outdoors. So right. they're, still, they're still taking it seriously. So everyone wants us to all come to an end. Let's just be honest. Everyone around the world, we want it over with. And whatever we can do to get there, I think, you know, this is just what needs to happen. But that's our thought on it. We understand it, there's a lot of controversy, but you know what? It's our podcast and that's how we feel. <laughs>
1: And by the way, if you want to let everybody know that you need to be vaccinated before you come to Las Vegas, click on our show notes. There's a link there to our merchandise store, and we have some pretty fancy little shirts, Vex Before You Vegas.
2: That's right. That's we, the
1: message everybody needs to know.
2: In every color you could imagine. <laughs> Alright, speaking of color, let's talk Kiss, the rock band, right? Man. They announced a huge uh, Las Vegas engagement at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. They're actually kicking this off New Year's Eve week with performances on Wednesday, December 29th, Friday the 31st, which is New Year's Eve, and then Saturday, January 1st, and additional shows scheduled for like January 19th to February 5th so they got a bunch tickets on sale as of August 20th
1: and Gene Simmons in addition to being an artist on stage is also an artist in the form of like painting on canvas and he's got some of his artwork uh, on display here in Las Vegas as well Uh, someone else who's colorful is Adam Lambert and let me tell you when Adam Lambert announced his initial run of shows at the Venetian that are coming up His glamberts Mm -hmm. went crazy. Those are his fans. And there's good news. There are more Adam Lambert shows coming your way. I know. Well, one show.
2: <laughs> but that might be enough. Still more. There might be more after that. Who knows? More but, show. Yeah. <laughs> so he announced five shows originally, and then he just added another one Wednesday, October 20th. Okay? So added, add that to your calendar. Get online. Get your tickets. Um, and then we may see another one, like you said, coming soon.
1: That's my mom's birthday. Maybe oh. I'll have her come out here and go see Adam Lambert. Is <laughs> she a Lambert? I don't know. She might be. <laughs> she might be. After be she sees him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he is very entertaining. He's pretty incredible, you know, on stage. I know, wasn't it you that said you saw him live?
1: I saw him live with uh, Queen. Right. And he was... Phenomenal, mm-hmm. and I covered American Idol back in the day when I worked at a Fox station when he was on that show. And I mean, he's just a—he's a great guy, and he's got great music. He has a new album out, relatively recently. Um, so he's always got new music. He's got his solo career. He's got his career as lead singer with Queen. So Adam Lambert is doing all the right stuff. I like him.
2: Yeah, he's a good guy. All right, let's talk Chippendales. We've been wondering where they were going to perform. You know, they've been like shut down and dark for 17 months now. And we weren't sure if they were going to get back in the theater that they were in originally because we were hearing that they weren't. But now it's been announced they're going to be back at the Rio starting September 1st. So welcome back, the Chippendales, obviously a huge brand. It's needed here. We have lots of bachelorette parties and and all the ladies like to go and see the Chippendales and um, guys yeah and guys there's lots of guys in the audience as well you're right um, but something that we kind of took away from this was like okay I guess they're not bulldozing the Rio like we thought
1: I guess not <laughs> Penn and Teller are back the Chippendales are back
2: you know there have been a lot of talk about them kind of getting rid of the Rio to make room for I think a baseball stadium right
1: yeah there there has been talk about that mm-hmm. for for years regardless uh that's not the news today the mm-hmm. Chippendales are back
2: that's right the Chippendales are back so congratulations tickets on sale now um just it's a great night out it's super fun I have a feeling you and I will will be there to check out the show Sean and then we'll we'll have our report
1: I have a feeling and also <laughs> Chippendales have some uh competition over at the Sahara also that's right with Magic Mike Live opening up that show in a brand new venue
2: I know, and you know, I wasn't sure if it, the shows had started yet because I somebody was asking me recently, and I thought, you know, no, they haven't, but they've been shooting like a reality show, or they H, have. A, is it HBO?
1: I believe it's HBO. Yeah, shooting a reality show um, about all about casting the guys. For this new production at the Sahara.
2: Right. So, so yeah. So, I knew that was going on. So, there's been shows that haven't exactly been open to the public, but they've been filming. And now, I went online and I think I saw right at the end of August, maybe the 27th is when the shows kick up there. And you can get them on Ticketmaster.
1: By the way, we might be going to uh, one of those <laughs> show tapings.
2: Right. Right. F-Y- oh, good. Oh, okay, cool. Great. <laughs> this I'm is for news that. to Dana. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, I live right next door, so I'll just walk on over and meet
1: you. <laughs> Speaking of shows, uh, we were at an event recently and ran into an entertainment executive here in Las Vegas, Alex Schechter, who works with Spy Entertainment. They produce a ton of shows here on the Las Vegas Strip.
2: Yes, you've got to listen to this interview. We had a really interesting conversation with Alex. So many people are wondering what's the state of entertainment in Las Vegas. And he really puts it in perspective. Alex, I feel like every day in my inbox, I'm getting a new show presented by Spy. You guys have been busy, huh?
0: Yeah, you know what? Vegas has bounced back. And for Spy, it bounced back even more that it seems like we've got, we have uh, three resident shows at the Excalibur. We're gonna have four resident shows at the Strat. We've got some one-offs including Sammy Hagar and the after party with Joey Fatone and Nick Carter. It is busy and Vegas is rocking. So we at Spy are rocking along with it.
1: And as entertainment started coming back here on the Las Vegas Strip, it was announced that you guys were producing a lot of the entertainment at the Strat. How did that come to be and what can we expect moving forward? So, for years the Strat,
0: had multiple shows and then it seemed like it just went to just MJ live and they were reaching out uh, the contract was expiring with the current company that was managing it and they reached out to us and said what can you guys bring and we were like you know what we have just a repertoire of shows that we could bring to the table plus we want to look at doing a whole like renovation of the room and bringing it more modern like we had done with Thunderland and so they strat loved what we had to say and they gave us the chance to take over and manage it so it's been it's a, been a great marriage so far the shows here are doing fantastic and we're bringing just some really different entertainment to the, to the strat
2: Yeah, and I noticed even with Sammy, it was like sold out and then you had to add shows, right? I mean, so they're doing really well, too. Shows are selling, which is positive.
0: Yes, so the the funny thing about Sammy was it was literally just to his fans' presale and all four shows sold out. The public never even got a chance. (laughs) We added two more. The public got about three minutes before they were gone. So Sammy just sold clean. And the same thing with After Party. Within the first week at the Venetian, all the tickets are gone. People are starving for entertainment. They've been locked up long enough. They've ran through everything on Netflix. They want some live entertainment, you know?
1: And obviously you know how hard the entertainment industry across the board was hit during COVID, especially here in Las Vegas. How important do you think it is? And what kind of message does it send to performers and producers that there is such demand in? really such a need for entertainment.
0: We always hear that like during depressing times like the Great Depression, movie theaters did well at the time, people need that outlet. So it was so encouraging because we were skeptic. We were like, wait, 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 wait. You know, with the show like Thunder, that is very interactive. Very. Very interactive. I mean, I wouldn't know. No, but. no, no, of course not. Go wash your hands. <laughs> I now. was going to say Dana knows. Yeah, Dana knows exactly how interactive. No, with a show like that that's interactive, we were like, wait a minute, are people going to stay away and be like, yeah, I'm not ready to do it yet, I'm not ready to go out, I'm not ready to be in a closed corridors and have sweaty, hot men on me, you know. But no, they are coming out and we are doing better numbers now than ever. So it's amazing.
2: Is amazing, and you're also celebrating milestones. The Bee Gees just did their three thousandth performance, yeah.
0: right? Ten years and three thousand shows for the Australian Bee Gees at the Excalibur. I mean, that's amazing when you think about it. Some shows, you know, go ten shows or ten weeks, and this is ten years, three thousand shows, and it's just a great. That just takes you right back to a better time of bell bottoms and disco and light up dance floors, and people love to reminisce about that time. So,
1: and we always see. Las Vegas evolving over the years. Are there any trends that you're seeing? Is there any evolution in the entertainment industry in terms of the types of shows that are coming here or the way that the shows are being presented?
0: I think you're going to notice that like you said, I think it goes through cycles. I think at one point it seemed like we'll call it like the impersonators like Danny Gans, and there were all these impressionists that were you know, taking over. Then it became obviously Cirque shows, and that, that still goes on. And then it became like um, magicians, and you saw all these magic shows. And right now, I think it's the time of headliners. It's the Katy Perry, it's the Bruno Mars, it's the Cher, it's the, it's the uh, Carrie Underwood that are coming here. It's, it seems like, I would say we're in the age of the headliner right now. But people still, if they're not gonna spend that kind of money, they still want a good entertainment value, and that's what we at SPY provide. A great entertainment value at a great price. And one last question, I'm going to let you go, because we do have a lot of people um, that
2: visit Las Vegas, and they're always curious, like, what is it like with the masks on there? I mean, it doesn't seem, does it seem to affect shows at all? Or people just come in masks, and they're still buying tickets, and no one's saying anything?
0: Yeah, I don't feel that it's affecting the sales at all, and and it's not really affecting the um, the show any. I This is what happened. When we first came back with Thunder and we put them in the mask, I thought to myself, well, this is going to be the most interesting thing. But about two minutes into it, you forget that they have the mask on, and you're just looking at the body parts anyways, and that's not the part you're looking at, so it doesn't really matter. But you notice it, your mind just sort of adjusts that that's the new norm, and you don't even think about it. All right, good to know, good to know. Alex,
2: thank
1: you. Thanks, Alex.
2: Interesting to get that insider perspective. We often get questions about, you know, how is the entertainment going in Las Vegas? And from what you and I see, Sean, I mean, we, you know, we attend shows. We interview a lot of the performers, but we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes.
1: Right. And we always hope that things are going well. So it was great to hear straight from Alex that things really are uh, turning around really well for Las Vegas Entertainment. Uh, What do you say we get to our tips, Dana?
2: This first tip has to do with our friend and Las Vegas resident, Debbie Gibson. She was very popular on one of our past podcasts. That podcast is still our top podcast to date.
1: Yeah, episode 68, by the way, if you want to go back and listen to our full conversation with Debbie. But she has uh, some exciting new news in addition to her Vegas shows.
2: That's right. She has a new album that just came out, okay? And it dropped on August 20th, Friday. It's available everywhere. She's been working on this for a long time. And this is her first pop album in 20 years, Sean.
1: That's incredible. I mean, and everybody knows the name Debbie Gibson. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can almost pinpoint moments growing up when Debbie's music was a part of what was going on in your life.
2: That's so true. You know, you're always like, I know that song. Oh, I remember that song. Or this brings me back here. But we chatted with Debbie on podcast number 68, and we talked to her about her new music and this new album.
0: The last
2: 10 to 20 years of my life has been
0: very colorful very
2: relatable. I've lived through a lot of the things, health issues. My mom and I parted ways in business. I've had monumental relationships.
0: And so there's been a lot of stuff, real stuff to write about. And so to feel that feeling through this music, is
2: really exciting it just feels like i'm at a beginning again
1: really happy for debbie that this new album is out and by the way uh, she has collaborated with another fantastic musician dj ashba who was a guitarist in guns N' roses while they were on one of their most recent tours Uh, and he's an incredible guy based here in las vegas who's kind of transitioned from, you know, guitar music and rock music into the EDM world. And so he collaborated with Debbie on uh, some of the more EDM sounding tracks on her album.
2: He did, and it was nice to see him post uh, Instagram about her new music coming out the other day, too. So Debbie's new album, it's called The Body Remembers, available everywhere. You can catch her at the Venetian with Joey McIntyre starting August 26th and through that weekend. They also have shows scheduled for September.
1: And I know uh, in one of Debbie's more recent music videos for her song Girls' Night Out, she had a drag queen who was part of that video shoot, Uh, Elliot with two T's. If you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, Elliot was on the most recent season of Drag Race, appeared in Debbie's music video, and, uh, you know, drag queens and drag brunches are a big thing in Las Vegas. They
2: sure are popular, and I recently went to a drag brunch, and I'm getting a lot of questions online about the experience, so I wanted to do this as a tip. I went to the drag brunch at The Garden, which is semi-new.
1: Yeah, it opened up in 2020, uh, at the back end of 2020, I believe, so relatively new, especially for people who are coming into Las Vegas for the first time in a little bit.
2: Right. So they have two times on Sundays that they do brunches, 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And so this is how it works. All right. So so get your pen and paper out. So you you sign up for one of them. It's one hundred and fifty dollars for two people. OK, so that's seventy five per person. Right. And you get bottomless mimosas. Oh, and you great. Get, yeah. And you get an entree and then you get the show. And I had a lot of people online asking me, is it worth the price? Because some people feel, eh, it might be a little pricey. But here's what I have to say about that. You have to, it's worth the price if you're ready to have some fun. If you think you're going to go to a, you know, Sunday breakfast or Sunday brunch and just like catch up with your friends, it's not really that kind of brunch. It's go in, have some drinks, order some food. Get ready for loud music, fun performances, uh, games with some of the people that are there. There was a little booty shaking contest. I mean, you got to get ready to have fun. If you're ready to have fun, it's the best $75 you've ever spent.
1: So you need to wake up ready to party on a Sunday morning.
2: Exactly. Or if you want to go to the 2 p.m., you can go to that too, mid-afternoon, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's my best advice there because it's just not like a casual brunch. It's it's a party party. And you got to be ready to do that and want to do that. So, I mean, it was a great time. All the the drag queens were great. Uh, The music was fun. And, I mean, everyone was into it, cheering and clapping. And it was so much fun.
1: And the garden just has such a a great atmosphere to begin with. I know uh, people who are going down there all the time for a, a night out or for brunch. There's always great guests who are appearing at the garden as well. So there's always an attraction.
2: Yes, and they've done a nice job with the inside as well. Uh, Ran into Eduardo, the owner, and he's super excited uh, to have this spot. But he also told me, and we'll talk about that on upcoming podcasts, he's got two other places that he's going to open in Las Vegas. One of them, a piano bar, and it's actually opening, I think, within the month.
1: Oh, I love piano bars. Mm -hmm. We'll need to have Eduardo come and sit down with us. That would be great.
2: And then our final tip, Sean, you had your big debut on Trending Vegas. This is a show that's put on by the city. Our friend Melissa Dudon hosts it. Right. And I've been on it before, and you were invited to be on the show and talk about trending topics for the week. How did it go?
1: It, it went great. So, Trending Vegas, this is a show that you'll find on Channel 2 here in Las Vegas. It's KCLV. It's run by uh, the city of Las Vegas. And we talked about, obviously, the big news was... The vaccine mandates. They Mm -hmm. were just rolling out. It was the night before when all of this news broke with the Raiders announcing it and conventions. So that was a big topic of conversation. And of course, the online reaction to those announcements. Also, uh, we talk about the water shortage that's really bad here in Las Vegas for the first time ever. The federal government has declared a water shortage out here in the West which really is going to impact Las Vegas. And we talk about what the city of Las Vegas is doing to really cut down on the amount of water that's being used here. And the city is doing a great job with that.
2: And we can watch the show online, too, right, on YouTube and also on their website. So if you don't live in Las Vegas, you got to see Sean on Trending Vegas.
1: Yeah, and the city of Las Vegas YouTube page. Uh, We also talk about the entertainers who were at the Raiders' first preseason home game, which I ended up going to super last minute. Um, It was really great and you can see everything that we talked about on Trending Vegas. Just look up City of Las Vegas on YouTube.
2: Perfect. And coming up next week, we are interviewing Carlos Santana. So we look forward to that. He has had, you know, so many residencies here in Las Vegas and he's
1: returning to the House of Blues. And by the way, he was the halftime performer at the Raiders preseason game. So he's a big Raiders fan too. So we'll talk all about that.
2: And then Sean and I are also going to check out, I don't want to say it's a new bar at The Win, but they've renamed and rebranded one of the popular lounges at the Win Las Vegas. So Sean and I are going to taste some bites and also taste a couple of the cocktails. And we'll talk about that next week as well.
1: Yeah, I guess you could call it a sip and see, Mm -hmm. right?
2: (laughs) Right. And it's in the afternoon, right? I know, which is great. I love that from two to three.
1: Still make my bedtime. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love it. I'll be heading to the Win to see my favorite comedian, Sebastian Maniscalco, on Friday night. Well, the podcast will post after I see him, but we'll talk about that next week, too. He's hilarious, has a huge following, and I look so forward to seeing him at the Win. He's been doing shows there, you know, here and there and coming back. And he did a lot of shows in their kind of, like, back garden area, like, during COVID. Like, oh, when it was okay. really, you know, they had done this, like, when you had to have the separation. Yep. They had a great setup outside. And he was doing a lot of like uh corporate functions and, and personal private shows. So anyway, look forward to seeing him next week as well. And we hope you have a great week.
1: Yeah, we do. And a reminder down in our show notes, there is also a link to our PayPal account if you decide that you'd like to help support what we do here on Vegas Revealed. Take it away, Captain. On behalf of the flight crew, thank you for flying with us and have a pleasant day. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's get away. Who wants to live forever?